Check me out now. Yeah, my diamond talking back, talking back, yeah, 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 my diamond talking back, they talking back, yeah, yeah. Diamond talking back, they talking back, boom, pow, pow. Diamond talking back, they talking back, blah, blah, blah. Diamond talking back, they say fuck y'all, huh? Roger Vince's shoe like they all star, huh? Say it turn them down to be all dark. Y'all so big, I got a gold card Diamonds on me shining when you see them, boom, ping Diamonds on me shining when it's dim, boom, ping, ping Diamonds on me dancing like it breezy over easy I can buy a hundred easy, I just got a quote from Jeezy I count money to them sleepy, ink on my body, graffiti And you know I come from CPK, for no bitch with no VD, Diamonds on me going bing, 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 bing Diamonds on me doing a damn thing, 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 thing. Don't get head while the car park. Diamond talking back, they say fuck y'all. Diamond talking back, talking back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond talking back, they talking back. Welcome back to the Two Cents Podcast. I'm your moderator, Sean. It's your boy Elias Emanon. It's your girl KT. Yes, yes, yes. We back. KT is back. Y'all may remember her from one of our best episodes we had. You know, we was having a good old time with, with the young savage. <laughs> with the young savage. <laughs> with, the, with the young savage, you know. In each time going down. Well we no, think not bad. <laughs> with with the humble with the humble with the humble laugh of like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Old school player laugh. <laughs> yeah, you know it ain't no thing. There's <laughs> 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 a nigga named Twan. Don't come. But I'm glad to be back. I miss, I miss doing the podcast. Yeah. So I'm glad that y'all are having me back on. Oh yeah, we're glad to have you back, man. You know. You you offer a real nice good perspective. We gonna start off the day, cause before we you know we started, we were having a little conversation about the the trials going on here in Charleston. Oh man, they're trying to get me. Yes, yeah, cause all all three look are South Carolina natives. Right, and the first case, the the Michael Slager case. If y'all don't know, Michael Slager was the cop that shot Walter Scott. I mean, he, he gunned him down in the back. It was straight out, outright murder and tried to plant evidence on the man on camera. And this past week, it was a, a declared a mistrial. And honestly, I'm not, I wouldn't shock. You know, they're not just going to throw the book at him. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I'm not shocked. And that's that's kind of a common theme within the African-American community in America just because we don't get justice for the most part. That's why we were so happy when OJ <laughs> got free at the time, even though That was before my time. <laughs> even though OJ <laughs> I think he killed her, but it was like, yeah, yeah he definitely we, did that. We we finally got one. It's just I don't know, it's just disheartening. Is that we, we fight and fight and fight, but it seems like <laughs> nothing really changes in this do we do we give up hope or do we keep fighting? Huh? 
I said, and the whole reason it was a mistrial is just very suspect. I mean, it was only one juror um, who was a young black man. Wow. <laughs> all See, I, I didn't even know that. But, yeah, it was the See, one who hung up the juror. Presented himself as the person. I mean, he's been doing press runs. He's been doing interviews. Like he's letting his presence known. Like I just can't see that one black man and his reasoning for not convicting him is just it's just garbage. And it's it's very clear that you know he did it for a reason. He had a felony. His felony is now now dropped. I mean, it's it's very clear to see that it was rigged. Wow. So they, uh, they they bought him off uh, with dropping the charge, pretty much. Yeah, but now now check this out. So, how, how did it miraculously? How did a, a felony just miraculously disappear around the same time? Right. <laughs> now check check this out. Now so not when, when I was you know we follow the case. You know what I'm saying? Like I, everybody else in the country, they gotta watch this thing on CNN or whatever. But we we turn in live five news every night, like checking this thing out. And right. um, you know when they were talking about. The, the juries, they, they can't come to a decision or can't come to a conclusion. In my mind, I'm picturing, like I said, the fattest, whitest, most uh, Confederate flag toting, you know what I'm saying? Don't step on my snake type of white person, dog, like racist ass person. That's, that's what I'm picturing. Right. And when this dude picture come across, the, come across the news, across the ticker, I was like, literally just jaw just dropped. I was like, damn, like for real? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Total shock or whatever. That's just that's just what my that's, my mom was playing tricks on me. You know what I'm saying? I usually try to keep an open mind, but that that was okay. This is closed shut. That's a that's a that's a white person, right? Or whatever. Um, and then you know I hear his his felony gets dropped after like right after like day after the case or whatever. And then there's stories, and I haven't done my research on this yet, so I will do that. But they were saying that he moved from a small apartment to a big house, like somebody helped him move or whatever. So like obviously it's like, okay, this man got paid off, right? Well, now just to play devil's advocate, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, what if this man had this felony charge? And they came to him and they said, Hey, you either hold this jury up and we give you a maximum sentencing for your for your uh for your charges, do you take that L? Like if you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like if you don't do this, like it'll be good for you if you do it. But if you don't, we're going to give you the maximum time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's one thing I thought mm-hmm. about. But it's still like, damn, like, it's still wrong. Like, it's still that man's life. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully he be identifying himself and doing interviews and press runs. I'm not, nah, I'm not going with that right. conspiracy theory because it, he wouldn't be gaining anything by releasing his identity and doing these press runs that he's been well, yeah, doing. So now, that not. part, that, that, that aspect is still messed up regardless now. But I'm just saying, like, it's still a possibility that they could have done that, like, regardless. But that doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me. But I'm I'm just it's just disgusting all around. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Either way, I'm disgusted now. Like I'm not I'm not on on his side at all. But I'm just saying like that's a to me that's a possibility that I thought about. I'm just like damn. Well, maybe he did this. But people always want their 15 seconds of fame regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like they're getting their 15 seconds of fame. Everybody want more followers on social media. Everybody want to be seen. Everybody want them views and them clicks and them likes and them subscriptions. So. People just doing crazy and stupid shit to get it. <laughs> well, and, and and speaking of people doing crazy shit to get attention, you know, news, you know, was released about Dylan Roof and his um his his, his FBI interview and they was interrogating the guy and he was laughing about what he done. 
when they, when they asked him, you know, what what happened, he's like, uh, I had a Glock, you know, it was big. They didn't see it. Uh. You you heard his mother had a heart attack. Good for her. Good like for that. ass. I would just I just would love to have been in that room like. I'd have been laughing. Like he, I just want to know is he gonna get a death penalty or is he just gonna get life like side. There's just no way. They need to kill like, him. Like, he clearly went in malicious attempt. Like, he know what he was doing. He's not insane. Like, they just need, I, I feel like he needs a death penalty. Like, I'm in favor for Absolutely. him killing his ass. Oh, they, they need to give him a chair and burn his ass up. And that's what, that's what was, is blowing my mind is a clear and obvious, you know, murder, a premeditated murder, and a guy with no remorse. And they wasting our tax dollars with this trial and testing him and like man, look, it, it it's clear. It, it nothing to solve. Ain't no mystery to solve. We ain't got to figure out. It's you know, it ain't no. If the glove don't, you know, if the glove don't fit, you must quit. Hell no. He he went off and bust rounds, bust rounds on him. Give him the damn the gun line. Take him to the gun line, boss. Shit. And then they smell like Burger King, like <laughs> they like arrested him to get some food. Like, yeah, I mean, he's... I just, I just, like, I can't deal. But, but that's that. That goes to the to the bigger question that I posed earlier: is do we as African Americans in this country just do we keep fighting, or is it we just gotta accept that this shit wasn't built for us and it's never gonna be for us? My answer to that question is, I mean, it's a bit of both for me. Like, I'm not giving up, dog, but it's just like, I, but I do know it's not built for us, man. To me, it's just it's just crazy. Like, to me, I feel like it's, it's never going to change, but just because I feel that way doesn't mean that I stop trying to make that change. Um, just try to make it better for my kids if I have them, and just try to make it better for the younger generation, just, like, put them on game when I can. Um Cause it's it's some sickening stuff always it's always going on man like as of right now, and um in Charleston you know what I'm saying like where the where the Gullah Geechee people stay at mm-hmm. they're trying to kick them off their they're trying to, they're trying to you know kick them off their land right now, I think what it, the story is they want the they want the people that's living there to connect to the sewage lines mm-hmm. and I think the the cost is like eight hundred and fifty dollars for a year or whatever, but a lot of these people don't have that kind of money, though. They live off their own, like, they fish on their own, they, you know, they do all that stuff on their own, so they don't have that type of money, or whatever, and they don't even need sewer systems, because they got septic tanks, man, they got fully, you know, functioning septic tanks, or whatever, so, uh, they got, they got people's houses that they're selling, because they're saying that the delinquent in their taxes is for $850, dog, but, That's you crazy. Know, I haven't even heard about that, and, you know, I don't live in yeah. Charleston, so, like, that's not something that's being publicized nationwide of course not that's crazy definitely not man but they see like big business sees that area as prime you know location for for tourists and and hospitality and stuff like that but and you know they they claim that okay this is we know we love the culture and we love this and we love that but the people are a part of the culture like if you get rid of the people there is no more culture so i don't understand what you know i understand like i know why they're doing it but it just don't make sense <sighs> that's why I said. That's why I say living in Charleston is bittersweet. Like I love my my history. I love my ancestry. But that's also what brings me pain. Like you know, there's there's plantations everywhere. 
everywhere in Charleston, man. Everywhere you go, people still living on plantations. Like, I mean, they, they're building houses on plantations and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. It's like, people dog, you feel uh-huh. People have weddings at the plantation still. Yeah, it's like, oh, you still making money no, off this. Like, they got tours, museums, like. I know a black person who went to a college in Charleston who said that they wanted to have their wedding at one of the plantations in Charleston. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't gonna say no name. But, like, dead ass. Like, they want to have their wedding on the plantation of Charleston. What kind of goofy yeah, shit is that? For the books, but I mean, I, I couldn't do it personally just because of the historical reference. Like, I personally couldn't like, do it, but I mean, I definitely know. There's a, there's a plantation around here that, like, offers, like, like black history or African history or whatever. And then they're like, you know, they charge money for it. And I'm like, what do I look like going to pay to see some <laughs> shit like that, man? <laughs> they charge yeah, they, they, that's what I'm saying. It's like you made money off the people while they was there, while they was in slavery, and now after they're gone, after slavery's over, you're still making money off of them. Like now you're making money off their story. Mm, mm, mm. Right, they're not getting any of that money at all. Of course not. Boy, they know how they damn sure know how to exploit people, boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, there, was, there was a lady who um she went to a salon, a white lady, you know, black salon, and she was like, oh, you know, in Charleston. Uh, do you know any, any good places, any good plantations that I could visit? And, uh, the lady was like, well, no, I don't really go to the graveyard for fun. <laughs> right. My like, girl. Come on, man. <laughs> what you talking about, man? Like, some people just don't get it. They don't, and, and they don't care to get it. They, cause they, they look at it as they say, well, it's over. That was years ago. So like, what you mean years ago? Dog, right. my, my, my parents were born in the fifties. They was born in, in segregation. What the fuck you mean? Right, right. I'm a generation it's removed not, from that shit. Like, oh, I didn't I didn't own any slaves, like maybe not, but you still you still reaping the benefits of slavery. Right. Because you get <laughs> like, you get the benefit of the doubt when when the time when to, to get a home loan, you get the benefit of the doubt when you go places that's quote unquote high end and you don't get awkward looks and you don't get talked down to like you don't know what the hell is going on like dog I, I, hey look I got bread too cuz I know how to spend it I know what I came in there for don't don't talk to me like I'm stupid or you always want to play you always want to play the race card and you know it's not this it's not that like you can't tell somebody how, how they how they supposed to feel man right like it's always dismissive every every single time like oh no it's not that it's just this and you know, like, it's just, just jokes. I, I, I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm a glutton for punishment. Like, every time I see a video like that, like, you know, if it's Black Lives Matter or something like that, of that nature, I always go to the comments, and I just be, like, wanting to see what people say. And it's always disturbing, man. It's always, it, it, it's just terrible, man. Uh, it, and not even from even. just white people, dog. Not even from just white people. Like, it's, it's black people, too. Like, the way we talk to each other is just crazy, oh, yeah. yo. Well, KT, what you got to say about it? Are we, or do we need to just dust Thanks. our hands off with it and just say it, it is? Right. I mean, so the system clearly is not made for us, but that doesn't mean we just sit back and let it happen. But I mean, it can't be discouraged. I'm like, like what else we can do? I wish like the the BLM movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, was a little bit more organized. I mean, uh, I guess I'll be the one to say it. I mean, you can't really pinpoint who the leaders are. There's different sectors. I mean, it's just not really organized. So, like, you have, like, the older generation who 
were like the, you know, the Black Panther Party and people who did the sit-ins and had organized, you know, structured protests. And we don't, we don't have that right now. So I feel like that's why a lot of people don't take the Black Lives Matter movement seriously, or they see it as something else because it's not, it's not organized. Well, to me. at the same and, time, and it's different, and it's not, and it's not saying that like it's not a good thing to go. However, it's so many subsets, and you know, it's some bad, bad apples in the bunch. I just, right. I wish it was more strict because like you don't like sometimes you don't even want to donate the things because you're like, well, who really gonna get this money? Like, <laughs> you buying Gucci bag for somebody? Like, it's just like. <laughs> The J. Cole tickets. Like, who's the leader? <laughs> what are they doing with? Who are they meeting with to talk about change and stuff? Like, who is our generation? Like, Farrakhan. Who, who is meeting with the people, like, you know, trying to bring about change and, and speaking and getting involved? Like, who is it? I can't even but pinpoint anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. I just want to bring up two points about the, the organization. Just like you said, it's not necessarily bad. Because when they did know who our leaders were, they killed them fuckers. They assassinated our leaders. So that because that, they were making change. Right. But and then to your other point, as far as who are the leaders, you know, a couple of weeks ago there was all of the the noise on Twitter about um people making these shirts talking about I'm I'm not my grandparents. Don't try me. But I don't think our generation. You're right. We ain't our grandparents because we ain't bought that life. Like people is too scared. Like, I, you know, hell, yeah, I admit I it. I'm not about to lose that. my job. I'm not. <laughs> shit. I got. Hey, look. I ain't bought that life. I ain't gonna stunt because I. I don't know, but I don't think we'll never see another Farrakhan because I don't think nobody just gonna really go out on a limb like that and really take that, take that risk. That that you know. Pretty much, you're gonna be ostracized by one half of society. I don't think nobody bought their life no more. I I I I think there's some people. There are a lot of people out there that are like that. We just not uh, hip to them just yet. You know what I'm saying? They haven't. We haven't been looking for them like that. We well, I'll say me. I, I'm not gonna speak. I can't speak for everybody, but I haven't been really like researching them and stuff like that. But I know there's some there's some kings and queens out there that's really trying to push to make that change, but. We, they don't have the funding, like like KT said, and we don't know where the funding is going. But there's definitely some people that's willing to break off from society, even and just be that person. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a matter of getting that following and 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 and, and keeping that following. You know what I'm saying? The problem is, like you know, even with BLM, with it being unorganized, with any organization, you got people. Everybody's different, so everybody got their own mindset, like on on ways to bring change, like even. Whenever it's time to protest, it's like, okay, how are we going to do this? Like, I went to, when when Mike Brown got killed, man, like, I went to a um, a meeting they had in, in, in Charleston. And, you know, you got three, you got four or five different groups, man. You got, one was a church. Like, you know, we got to be peaceful. We got to be not necessarily passive, but we're going to find ways to make change by doing X, Y, and Z. And then you got another dude that's there who had his own movement already. It was just like, dog, we going to we gonna mess some shit up. Like we gonna we gonna turn over cars if need be. Blah blah blah. And then it was one other group that was just like that was there that trying to you know just trying to choose which side and you know what I'm saying it's just like even within that one instance it's like it's all it's division. Like not everybody's on the same page and it's just like it, 
in order for anything to work, like the majority of us have to be on the same page, and that's what the that's the hardest part. True. That's the hardest part, man. Like we just and it's to me a a, a part of it is our history is so broken up, man. We don't know where the hell we come from. A lot of us, yeah. and if we knew that, dog, like we would know how much stronger we actually were. Like it's just. We just need it, man. We just we need to come together, but it's just hard because everybody got their own like opinions about ourselves. That you know, how true. did this start? Like, how did poverty in the black community start? How did that happen? You know, so everybody has their own way of thinking. Or why does a black man do this? And then you know, the woman's like, well, why does you know? Or, or man says, why does a black woman do this? And then the woman's like, well, why does a black man do that? It's like, oh, we against each other already. It's like, damn, dog. Like now we on <laughs> we both we both going through issues created by something else. The Oppression Olympics. Oh my God, that's perfect right there, dude. <laughs> just like, just like KT is considered the light skinned devil. I'm not like. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> These false narratives. Well, <laughs> you high yellow. I, I take that back. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward from this oppressive color system yeah this this colorism we got popping off over here but you're right though i mean we we, we fight amongst ourselves over over the pettiest shit and and it, and it is some legitimacy to some of the things but it's it's real petty when you when you look at the grand scheme of things but i don't know man it's just like i said I, sometimes i just feel i feel hopeless like i don't have hope for humanity in general like the world is just fucked up it's scary. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I, I'll be honest with you, man. I was talking with my grandma uh, earlier in the week, and um, you know, we, you know, of course, we got on the topic of Trump and you know, the, the just America in general or whatever. And then she's like, "Well, that's on." She was just like, uh, "All we can do is is is, is pray and, and and keep it moving." And then she was just like, uh, "You know, God ain't going." He's not going to allow, what, is it, what did they say? It's only what he allows, right? And I was like, well, that's the scary part because he already allowed slavery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she kind of like, she ain't like, she wasn't defeated. She kind of sunk a little bit. She's like, what? Well, that's true. Like, it wasn't really much she could say on that. It's just like, I'm not like anti-religion or anything like that. But it's like, anytime somebody's like, oh, well, let's just pray on it. I'm like, dog. <laughs> you don't think people been praying for like centuries, dog? Like... <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think people ever stop praying, dog? Like, it's, it's still, I don't, I don't see you changing that way. Right. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I'll pray and I'll keep moving. I'll keep moving. I'll keep trying. I'm just like, dog, you have been praying. That's true. <laughs> that's always, I mean, that's true. Always just that's always disheartening for me, dog. Oh yeah, let's just pray. I'm like, damn, dog. You ain't tired yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know your that's knees hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. But like I said, man, I'm like I'm a glutton for punishment. Like you just go check the comments. I just even on what like Tommy Lauren and Trevor Noah, you know what I'm saying? Or anytime there's something like uh the Breakfast Club, like you know, look, Lately, the donkey to the days, things happen or something crazy happening in the, in the community, whatever. And just read the comments, dog. It's just like, dog, we, we, we be at each other's throats, dog. And I know it's just a small few, 
that's just on on social media that are saying things to each other that they wouldn't say in person. It's just like that small proportion does like kind of make up the majority too. It's like there are a lot of people that think just like you. Mm. Well, you know what? I, Meanwhile, you, just... you got other people. You know, the majority looking looking at us like from the outside looking in, they're like, damn, they can't get their shit together. How do you expect us to respect them? Like, damn. Right. But when you, you just mentioned Trump, and I and I honestly don't care about talking about that man like that. But I say, can we get a, these a, this oppression like my whole just amenable? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I wanted to ask you because I don't know if the folks know that you are a, a service woman, and oh. how I mean, well, not, I thought now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you you know. Hey. I am. I, yes, I am in the military. So, I mean, how how do you feel about the the future commander in chief? I mean, y'all y'all president let be wilding yo like. <laughs> I'm y'all. Still just... <laughs> <laughs> y'all, if you heard it now, keyword y'all. Y'all, like, exactly. That's how I feel. Like you know, I mean, you know, it, it's these people who are mad at Colin Kaepernick. You know, they don't even consider me to be like a real. <laughs> veteran by their comments uh like i had someone tell me um i'm, I'm low-key like a commentarist on facebook um, <laughs> um against like trump supporters and stuff like so i had someone told me that my military is not the same as when they were in the military like trying to discount my service and then just like what i've done and like i'm disrespectful at being in the military and agreeing with um Colin Kaepernick like I mean I've had a lot of versus incidents probably more in the military than I've had like in the civilian world honestly mm. but um I I'm, I'm still like waiting for them to be like all right like jokes over <laughs> really I just really don't understand but I mean, it is it's, at this point. It is what it is. I mean, it's nothing we can do at this point. I don't see him going a full eight years. I don't even see him like going to like one year. Like honestly, not saying he's going to assassinate or anything, but like I just don't. I just don't really feel like they're really going to let this go through. Like I, I just don't understand. So I mean, has it been? Talks about people being scared about being deployed and them starting up wars and shit. No, but you know what's crazy? Um, my base is in San Antonio, which you know, everyone knows is majority Hispanics, and a lot of my Hispanic servicemen voted for Trump. Policemen, wow. um, of course, they try to they pass. They're fair enough where they do the whole, you know, they pass. But I mean. I mean, even some of them, I know, like, one of um, my fellow service men, he grew up, he grew up in New York. He was a police officer in New York. He grew up poor in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really had to get, like, fighting. Like, he really was getting it out of the mud, and he voted for Trump. And it was more like their conversation, they couldn't really say anything that Trump was for, but they just h- hated Hillary that much. <laughs> yeah. A Hispanic man just hate Hillary that much that they voted for Trump. And like all of the like all of the Hispanic people were like talking about how they were voting for Trump and I'm just like <laughs> to my, oh, my y'all niggas crazy. Like of course I can't say that but like <laughs> even 
saying? Like, hearing these niggas is crazy. And then, <laughs> no, but what was even like scarier, like the most fucked up part was like a lot of them, a lot of policemen are servicemen, like people in the military, like a lot of them were policemen before. And then, like, some joking about some of their police encounters and like joking about like police brutality and if you only, if you guys only really knew what going on, like, man, like, I believe all this shit on the, on the media and how they be covering up, like, just hearing some of them just talk casually mm-hmm. about shit that they've done or stories they have, like, just laughing like it's nothing. It's, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. But I'm the wrong person to talk about their military um, service. I'm just, I, I got into this in 2018, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to pass my time. <laughs> well, I was just, I was just trying to, trying to get past that. Oh, I was man. Just by. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's crazy. I got a, I got a friend, man, that um, she, she came over illegally. She came from um, Mexico, but she came over when she was three years old. Like she went up all, you know, all through the system. Um, even graduated from college and everything, still technically not legal. Like I think she got to get like a a work visa like every two years or so just to stay in the country. And I'm just like, you know, you talking about deporting all illegal immigrants and stuff like that. I'm just like, damn, like she actually paid taxes and shit. Like she's like a full function member of society. She just don't have that that, that piece of paper, yo. And it's like those are the type of people where I'm like, okay, how do you deport that person? That, that's messed up, you know what I'm saying? But even the people mm-hmm. that came, like, the people that came over here when they was too young, like, they, it wasn't their decision. They mom yeah. and daddy, granddaddy, grand, grandmama just brought them over. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, I don't I don't feel that's right. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't my decision, obviously, but. No, but what, like, what kills like, me is, is when I hear our, our Caucasian brethren, they talk, you know, these, these illegals coming over and taking jobs and, you know, they, they you know, Taking uh, the, getting all the government assistance. That's my that's my tax dollars, and one, the jobs that they doing, y'all too good to do. Y'all don't want to do no way. Y'all y'all not picking no fruit, you know. Y'all 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 ain't trying to, y'all ain't in line at work in construction unless it's last resort. Two, right. The anybody, most of the people that get government assistance is of the Caucasian background. Um, right, the majority, dog. Exactly, and and honestly, even that little bit of money, compared to the whole U.S. budget, that's that's it's pennies, because most right. of the freaking money is 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 going towards military and defense. Yeah, but a lot of people who voted for Trump, like the, you know, of course he preyed on like the demographic that really don't know shit, like who the really racist, and like you know the people who voted for him, like Trump, don't even care about them, like. And one of my arguments I was having on Facebook with one a Trump supporter. I was arguing with a, <laughs> I was arguing with a, a, a classmate of mine. Uh, uh, he was just basically like, yeah, I'm tired of paying all these highest medical expenses and all that kind of stuff. Trump is good for all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, okay, he's like voting for like the healthcare law that's going to get rid of, like, preventative screening for, like, breast cancer, ovarian cancer. Right. And, like, this whole sister has breast cancer. Like, your sister could, you know, like, this is going to affect, this affects <laughs> you directly. But directly. You in your heart, and you're just so ignorant. Like, right. you don't even know. Like, 
and that, and that's the thing, because I I don't want to be quick to label people as racist just because they voted for Trump or they like Trump. It's just a whole lot of ignorance, and and they're getting their news from Facebook. But and... you are though, because my thing is, if you condoning it, like, I mean, that's the saying to me. Like, you know, if you see, if you see like a, a man like beating up on a woman, it don't say nothing. Like, you just as wrong. Like, so you know this man racist as hell, but they don't, you know, hey, shit, ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, <laughs> like you, you're unfazed. Like, you're so privileged. Like, you're above it. Like. You just as bad, like you condoning it, which means yeah. like you don't give a shit about us. Like now, one that's thing how I, I will say. It, so, one thing I will say, and I, I don't know, y'all can tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I remember shining, shining myself. We were talking about this uh, during the whole race or whatnot, and we were just saying like how, you know, if they really wanted this man in, dog, it really wouldn't matter how many black people turned out to vote. Because it really ain't that much of us. Nope. Compared to the whole... That's why we call a minority. Oh, thank you. That's why we call a minority. They want to blame us for everything. But, like, no. That's how many people still have those beliefs. Like, how we came out for Obama. These fools came out. They um, sheds and they (laughs) shacks. For Trump. Like, seriously. That that is definitely what happened. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that that kills me. It's like, oh, the people, them young people, ain't got out and voting, and, and this and that. It's like, it, it, dog, we voted. It just don't it don't matter because the same as much much as us that got out and went and voted for Obama, they really came out because they they could have sat out that election just like a lot of people sat out this election, but it was more them than us. Period. Yeah, like you remember, I don't know if you saw it was Saturday Night Live, they were like, oh yeah, oh we're just waiting on Wisconsin, and you know, Rock is like, oh yeah, you know, those 100,000 brothers out there, they sure love the Packers, they out there about to vote, you know what I'm saying, like, dog, it's not that many people, we don't make up that, that, that much of a populace anyways, man, like, I'm not saying that we don't matter, but it's just like, dog, if everybody came out full force, like, their numbers just trump ours, and not, no point intended. <laughs> <laughs> But that's just the way it is, man. So, you know, as far as Kaepernick goes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not mad at that man for not voting, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you think the system is broken, why would you even be a part, like, want to be a part of the system anyways by voting? However, you know what I'm saying? You do have, like, local elections that he could have probably participated in right. that might have put somebody in office, you know, locally that might have, you know, sparked change. But as far as like the grand scheme of things, uh, whatever happens, it's, it's happens. You know, it, they want that shit to happen. Like, it, it's no surprise. I don't really be worried about it too much. It is what it is when it comes to that. Yeah, well, the hell with him, the hell with all that. Let's let's get on something a little bit more uplifting. Your your boy Coley Cole just dropped. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, what's what's the damn town? Um, Fayetteville, Mr. Fayetteville. He's from Fayetteville. Mr. Fayetteville himself. That's Real a depressing respect. ass city. Oh my god, <laughs> town. You know my base is in Fayetteville. Yeah. Listen, oh my god, ain't shit in Fayetteville. <laughs> That's why they call it Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. Wow, Fayetteville. You, you ain't know that. <laughs> Yes, that's terrible. I never heard that one. It's nothing. Yeah. It's like nothing but like used car lots and like strip clubs, old strip clubs, but not like the good kind. Like, <laughs> it's not like, it's not like, it's not like where I went to school at. 
find that place. I'm like, terrible. Dang. So I, I gave right. it a listen uh, just to this past Friday when I left work. And I ain't going to lie, I was hyped after that um, False Prophets little video song snippet came out last week, a week for last. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, you know, mm-hmm. he was... I won't say throwing shots, but he was he was really spitting that shit, talking that shit. I like I like hearing rappers talk that shit. And I listened to this and it was just more so of an ode to his his friend that died or whatnot. It was only ten tracks, and I mean False Prosper wasn't even on it. Right. And I was disappointed in that because I was expecting a little bit more some, you know, like, ooh, he talking that shit. But it was just like an open letter, really. And it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't what but it was I, all hyped up to be. Right. And yeah. at the same time, I appreciate the art because, you know, I don't like um I don't like people giving the final rating to an album that just released that same day, like people will say, well, like, right, like, legendary. I don't even know what my favorite song is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, let, let it marinate for a little bit. Don't just say it's either legend, this it's is a classic, or it's just straight garbage. Like, un- understand a work, and I think that's, that's kind of what's wrong with music nowadays. Is we've been through this era now where it's just mixtapes, people drop a mixtape this week, following week couple weeks is mixtape 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 and it's just music but it's not you know people not putting out works of art really and to me that j cole album was a work of art it was like i said it was an ode to his best friend and people are just blowing it off because they can't dab to it <laughs> yeah well, you got the same thing happened when um with kendrick lamar cd came out the pimple butterfly man like that thing was so so different as far as like what people been used to like i'm not even gonna lie like i'm a huge kendrick lamar fan like big fan and my first listen through it like i i couldn't grasp it like i was like okay i don't really i like what he's doing (laughs) i like what he's doing you know what i'm saying you got this funk you got this on it you know what i'm saying but i had to listen through the whole cd like two like two and three times through to realize like it was all one you do like for it all like, it all flowed together and i was like dog like this is really and then i uh, hear people say um why well, i gotta listen to the cd three four times just to understand it <laughs> they get mad at that because they, they you know everything's so short-sighted now it's like damn because i i haven't seen a lot of backlash as far as the j cole as far as like oh they're going over people's head i just what annoys me is like people don't like the fake what people just be like oh this is real rap this is like and they like <laughs> put down the truck where I'm like shut up like you know what I don't want to hear J. Cole in the club okay like, sometimes you know I'm in a mood and I do want to hear future okay sometimes I, you know what I do get a little tired and I want to listen to J. Cole like I have it's okay to have options like <laughs> a, a spectrum you got a spectrum like, of music. Uh, it's, it's not everything has an occasion like you can still like Future and you can still like J. Cole. You don't have to put one down to right. enjoy the other. I think that's what annoys that's what has like annoyed me the most on social media. Like people are like I don't even some of these people don't even feel like they listen to it. They just wanna seem like they're oh, yeah. woke. And I just hate that word woke. Like 
I'm so serious. Niggas watch Hidden Colors one time on Netflix when it was on there. And, like, <laughs> now they just Rastafarians. They're so fucking deep. Like, oh, like don't even get me started on the hotel struggle. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely a hotel terrorist as well. So. Oh, but, no. um <laughs> <laughs> What was the one this week? The, um... But, <laughs> The, oh my gosh, the the alt the onk right, right, and they're like creating ways for like racism to be okay. <laughs> like, I just I, I just can't I can't but no Cole I haven't fully listened to the album but from what I've heard and I've I've recently just watched Eyes today the um the little thirty nine minute clip that's on title. Um, shout out to Uncle Ho. That's the only reason why I have title and I Apple Music even though Apple Music is better. But, um, yeah, I finally watched Eyes. I wanted to watch Eyes all the way through before I started um, listening to um, the album. And shout out to Childish Major, a.k.a. my homie Marcus, who is a producer on the album. He's from South Carolina as well. Hey, uh, shout out to you. Shout out to you, Marcus. Um, I haven't seen I'm talking to Marcus every now and then. I saw him. Um, we met up at South by Southwest. See you doing it big with your producing thing. Hey, that's my yeah. That's the homie from the home team. He's in um, Atlanta doing great things. Proud of you boys, you and you and Zay. Look at you talking like somebody so, auntie. <laughs> I am somebody. I am somebody auntie. Okay. <laughs> Proud of you boys. <laughs> I gotta throw that in there. I saw. I saw. I bet you got your bonnet on right now. Huh? I bet you got your bonnet on right now. It is <laughs> right now. It's not secure though because my scarf ain't on. But yes, to hell, I do have my bonnet on. Like Auntie Auntie Jemima. <laughs> and I do. On? And I just took my glasses off just because it was hurting my nose. Oh shit! Oh yeah, she about to get real now. Don't pour no glass of wine. Ooh wee. Oh, so you got that long? You got that long robe. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the my boyfriend to come back in the room so we can go back, go to bed. <laughs> the one that got the rope around the waist. We go to bed early. We go to bed early That's around it. these parts. Got that super cool with the flowers on it. Oh, you know, man. one go to bed, everybody got, both of us got to go to bed. If he go to bed, I got to go to bed. I go to bed. He got to go to bed. See, we we that, just rock like that. That's that granny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wash life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is cold. Now, when the spring come out, though, you know, what to get better. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think that's a good stopping point. Um, yeah, I got one question, though, man. What's up with Tidal and Apple and all that BS, man? I need to find a, a, a store that sells the CDs, man. Man, that CDs has become obsolete, my man. My, my, my laptop, know, don't even, my laptop doesn't even have a CD have reader. CD yeah. You, you got to be man. out of luck. Yeah, I bought this no, laptop like, last I, I still year. like the album art and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like to have the actual piece of thing where you can read. Like, what KT was doing all the shout-outs and stuff, dog. I like to have that in, in hand. Like, yeah, yeah, you just going to have to print off the PDF, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that. I don't, don't want to have to spend $10 a month or whatever. Just And then if you got Apple, or you, you might not be able to get the same stuff that come off title. And then. Man, hey, but low key though, man, the Apple Music Boy is, is pretty damn spiffy when you can do certain yeah, damn thing you I'm want. About, I'm gonna go back to Apple 
music. But what happens is my title always renews, and I'm like, damn, I got to listen to it another month before I buy the Apple. So that's where I be getting fucked up. But I definitely want to go back to Apple. Apple music is way better than title. Because, I mean, you got anything you want at your fingertip for the most part, unless it's something real low-key underground or there's been some licensing type of deal where they, you know, people fighting over rights like Aaliyah. It's only like one of her albums on there or whatnot, but for the most part. Oh, yeah, her state so, play that in them games. Yeah, you got you got everything you want, though. Anything you want here. They, they basically they basically want people to bootleg their shit, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, why not? They, <laughs> they want people to bootleg them. They, they lucky line why you ain't popping like you used to be, boy. Look. For real? I was a line why you fiend, boy. I'm trying yeah, to tell you, boy. Because people want their computer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did fuck my computer. LimeWire, FrostWire, that shit used to fuck your hard drive up. Hey. Oh, yeah. It, it took I a while. I remember one time I... Like, Ooh, remember Napster? Yeah. 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 It took my computer like 23 days one time just to shut down, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had that old had that desktop, boy. <laughs> I had that old Microsoft desktop, yo, and... Like I was, I'm gonna just see how, I'm gonna see how long it take, dog. I, I hit shut down on that thing. I the thing literally took 23 days. I said, wow, oh, I'm glad I ain't need nothing off this thing. That joke was done. LimeWire ran through that thing. Yeah, Gave my computer all kind of aids. That was my shit, boy. Hell yeah, I get to download porn off that shit. No, boy. <laughs> LimeWire, boy, destroyed my computer. But I had all the dope flicks though. <laughs> Don't mind me, Katie. <laughs> Dirty old man. <laughs> <laughs> and that used to be a struggle for real, dog. You try to, like, dog, back in the day, porn, yo, you might get, like, one good picture downloaded, dog. Yeah, they don't even say all day. That shit was weak, man. We old. No, not. <laughs> don't tell on yourself, That's right. <laughs> now you got it in the palm of your hand. Don't don't be don't be shamed, KT. Don't be shamed. We grown. So wow, man. Technology, boy, I tell you. Then came a long way. Well let's let's give everyone a tip for the week. This you know how we how we usually end off. KT, since you are a guest, I want you to go first. Give them a tip. Any tip. Um a tip, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a general. <laughs> Whatever. A tip. Some game. Give them boys some game. Um, tip at least 20% to your um, waitresses. <laughs> a, a literal. That's a literal tip right there. For real. Word. Uh, for real, for real. It's the holiday season. People, yeah, servers. They need that break. Just like we do, and they try to get the extra Christmas money, and they do not get minimum wage. Okay? That's so, Okay. That's my tip. And plus, it's that brings me to another question next on for next podcast too, yo. No worries. Well, give him a give him a tip before we <laughs> start carrying on. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Um. Oh man, I don't even have one. Um. I'm just an old old trackside proverb. Uh, <laughs> keep your keep your <laughs> keep your grass cut low so you can see when the snake's coming. We're right now. Yeah, boy, you know. That's not the rap. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, it seemed like I heard Rick Ross say that before. 
sound like uh, lyric or something. Hey, hey. My grandfather's been telling me that ever since I've been a little kid, man. So he been on game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, my tip is mind your manners. The manners will get you a whole lot farther than just being someone with some money. Word. In general, talk to people. Talk to people you meet in the street like they like they got something going on for themselves because you don't know what they got going on. You you being nice to that person probably could have saved their life that day or saved your life because they might probably been ready to kill somebody. But you stop and talk to them like a human being, man. That shit, uh, it means a lot because people so damn disconnected nowadays, man. People don't people don't know how to talk to each other no more. It's, it's sad. It's so. Mind your manners. Word. Just to piggyback off that real quick, real quick, dog. Like, the way I, the way I look at it. No, no, no. I'm being real, man. The way I look at it, dog, like, you know you're going through something. Like, you as one person got all this stuff going on in your life, dog. The next person does, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, dog, just treat them like they're going through what you're going through, bro. Like, because <laughs> yeah, we all going through something. Amen. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. All right, now my feet get cold. I need to put my socks on. You you going to put your cold feet on your boyfriend back. Don't stunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dirty heifer. No, oh, he don't play that shit. I like him. Get your damn feet off me. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Oh, Lord. Well, again, thank y'all for listening. Uh, hit us in the email, the2centspcast at gmail.com. Uh, questions, comments, suggestions. We all open for all that good stuff. Y'all be good. Be blessed. Hold them down. Hold it in the road. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Hold in the line. Hold in the line. Hold in the line.